This is the Professional Edge. My name's Seen Todd, tax attorney, CPA, and certified financial planner. Want to welcome our listeners to this uh, session and what I refer to it as Love Potion Number Nine. As some of our older listeners think about this, or even our younger listeners, um, look that song up, Love Potion Number Nine. It was actual music composed. But why are we talking about Love Potion Number Nine? Well, when we get married, we have our obligations to our spouse. And we also, um, if we start a family, we also have obligations to them. So uh, love potion number nine, we're going to talk about different estate planning concepts that we need to address as we begin this relationship with our new uh, bride or our groom. So what's the first fundamental thing when we start dating and love potion number nine comes around? Well, when we start dating, then we have to figure out who this person is and do we have a legal obligation to them? Because if we're just hanging out with the person and we're seeing individuals that are older in age, um, they may have lost their spouse, but now they're with another person. And lo and behold, we're with this other person for, imagine this, three years, five years, 10 years, 15 years. And when the person passes away and we have not legally engaged in the nuptials of marriage, then what happens when the person passes away? Well, unfortunately, the person they've been with, their significant other, not a married significant other, but that person is looked as as a uh, stranger in the eyes of the law, and therefore they're not entitled to anything. Imagine that you've been living with this person for 10, 15 years. Uh, you have held yourself out as a couple, but you've never said I do. So when the person passes away, the uh, extra person is deemed to be a stranger. So therefore, if the estate planning documents are silent to this um, surviving stranger, then they are not going to inherit anything. So it's a wake-up call for our listeners here on The Professional Edge. If you are cohabitating with someone and holding yourself out as a couple, but yet you have not addressed anything legally, then um, you will be a stranger in the eyes of the law for the estate of the decedent. So with that in mind, you will not inherit anything. You would not have a claim against the estate for a year's support you would be outside looking in. And if the decedent owned the home in which you are residing, guess what? The kids will come in now as the new owner, landlord of that house, and actually evict you. We've um, had to do that process for clients that have engaged our services, and we ended up actually evicting that person um, unfortunately, then uh, that strains the relationships. Um, there's not always this great relationship between the new person or the new mom or the new significant other. So therefore, if you are one of these individuals that is cohabitating and your estate planning documents do not address what's going to happen to the residents, um, might want to give us a call at 877-654-9798. That number again, 877-654-9798. Um, we meet down at the Cunningham Center in the age of COVID. We also do Zoom calls. 
that keeps everyone at distance. And we address these certain matters because um, one, the decedent could leave the significant other a life estate. And what does that mean? Well, that means that the residence goes uh, to that significant other and they can reside in that home for the remainder of their life. Or uh, they could say a term certain life estate, which means the decedent passes away. I hereby give to my significant other uh, the right to live in my residence for a period of 10 years. Then we have to address the specifics of what is actually the obligation of that life estate holder or the term period or term certain life resident then that basically says, all right, who's going to pay the repairs, the maintenance, the taxes, the insurance on this home? Is the life estate resident able to make changes, modify the bathroom, do uh, improvements? So that's something to definitely consider is, A, if you are with a significant other, even a young couple, um, that is starting out and maybe he has great credit or she normally has better credit than he does, then what are we going to do with this residence that goes into her name and he is living there and they're trying to share these bills. So that's something to address um, when we have uh, come across love potion number nine, but we haven't got the full effect of that potion and we're just dating someone or we have a significant other that we've been with for a very long time. This also applies to um, same-sex arrangements. Uh, they need to address whether uh, their affairs are in order as well because just having a person of interest in your relationship, then that doesn't guarantee that they're going to receive anything when you pass away. So again, we're looking at the love potion number nine. The very first thing we need to address is what about the residence in which the uh, individual couple is residing in? Who's going to receive that? Who has the obligation? And are we going to give them a life estate or are we just going to give them the residence? Now, a lot of our listeners here on the professional edge have a mortgage on the home um, the decedent, let's say, owns the house. Uh, there's still an outstanding mortgage. So we need to address that fact on, well, the uh, significant other may not have the means in which to maintain that dwelling. So therefore, are we going to, A, out of the decedent's estate, pay off that house? There's number one. Or number two, are we going to establish a fund called a trust fund? to allow that uh, surviving significant other to use those resources to pay for the house mortgage, to pay for the repairs, the maintenance, the taxes, uh, the insurance, and continue to live in that for, you know, term period of, let's say, 10 years. And then at the end of that 10-year period, if there's any money left inside that tr house trust fund, then the balance shall go to A, that significant other, or B, uh, could go down to the kids of the decedent. There's all different ways to do this. So again, love potion number nine, we're talking about estate planning concepts. And a great place to also get some information on estate planning is going to our website, that is emcadvisors.com. That is echo mary charlie advisors.com. 
And on the right hand side, you'll see a red radio button and it is the ultimate estate plan guide. Go ahead and download that and we will not spam you. That is just basically what we call a community service document. And that way you, um, you're not hanging around tax attorneys that do estate planning all the time. So that's a good guide to get started because a lot of people don't do estate planning or make these decisions on a regular consistent basis. So they don't really know where to get started, but that's the best place to get started is at emcadvisors.com. That is Echo Mary Charlie Advisors.com. So back to love potion number nine, we have the dwelling that the two individuals are uh, occupying. Now we're still just dating, we're still hanging out. Um, he has his money, she has her money, and we may be talking about a young couple or we may be talking about an older couple. Um, do we have joint bank accounts? That's another big decision. And um, let's say the individual has a regular bank account, um, individual's name only on the account. Well, if something happens to that individual and they become incapacitated, well, who's going to have access to that account? I will tell you right now, the bank will freeze that account if there's no documentation, uh, legal documentation to allow that significant other access to that account. Okay, so um, that's where some people do napkin estate planning and they add their significant other to that account or they add one of their children to the account and that can open up another can of worms which we've talked about here on the professional edge and that is um, whoever is on that account exposes that account to the claims of those potential creditors of the second account holder so if we put a child on the account to be able to access the account if something happens then the claims of that child, the creditors of those, the children or the second account holder has access to that account. So be careful doing this napkin estate planning and adding your child onto the account as another account holder. The child can also walk in and take your money. That's the other downside. And you say, scratching your head, uh, my child would never do that. Well, your child may not do that, but the in-law might um, say, we're a little tight on money this month. Just go ahead and take it from dad or mom's account. They won't miss it. They're rich and we can go on down that way. And there's no restriction whatsoever. So back to love potion number nine, we have two uh, individuals who are not married and one has the bill paying account, the house account and if something would happen and they become incapacitated, who's going to have access to that account? Scratch your head and say, well, I could walk in the bank and say, I, you know, you, you've seen me in the bank here with Marvin for the last 15 years, but Marvin and I aren't uh, married. Can I go ahead and take a draft on his checking account? The bank's going to look you in the eye and say, you're not authorized on that account. Therefore, we're unable to assist you. So what can we do in that case? Well, we address that issue by having a financial power of attorney. Um, the key thing is on a financial power of attorney, if you download one of these from the internet, you take that risk. Again, you get what you pay for. If it's free, then it's free in its value. So that financial power of attorney that you downloaded off the internet, um, sign, witness, 
Does it need to be notarized? That's something we talk about at the Cunningham Center when we uh, meet. Um, for it to be a legal document, that's number one. Is this going to be a legal document to be able to be utilized? I don't know. Is it properly executed? That um, is where working with a lawyer that has over uh, 2,000 estate planning clients knows what needs to be there to make it a valid legal document. So again, when we look at this document, we can have a financial power of attorney. Sure, it addresses uh, Marvin's incapacitated now. He appoints his significant other. Everything's copacetic, we think. But with that document, it fails to have some certain language in there. So therefore, when Marvin became incapacitated, it actually invalidated the document. So when the bank reviews this in their legal department, they're going to say, I'm sorry, um, ma'am. Marvin's document is not valid now, so I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to assist you going forward. So again, when we look at this, make sure um, when love potion number nine comes around and you're with your significant other that you do have access to that account. And we're going to have more coming up here on the professional edge, love potion number nine. My name's Seen Todd, tax attorney, CPA, certified financial planner, and if you like what you're hearing and you want to get some more information, do give us a call at 877-654-9798. That number again, 877-654-9798. More coming up on The Professional Edge. We've all thought about it. Everyone listening will need one. Not having one can cause untold heartache. Family conflict escalating to the point of a lawsuit. One simple thing that avoids all that? An effective estate plan. As a practicing tax attorney, Seen Todd with Estate Management Counselors has completed over 1,000 estate plans during his 15 years of professional practice. He can help you implement an effective estate plan, coordinate your financial accounts, and make sure you have named the proper beneficiaries to maximize your tax savings. Call 877-654-9798 today and let tax attorney Seen Todd help you implement an effective estate plan. Call 877-654-9798 today. As a tax attorney CPA for over 15 years, Seen Todd has implemented over 1,000 individual estate plans. He has recently authored an especially helpful guide, How to Unlock the Ultimate Estate Plan. This guide has helped many individuals to understand the benefits of an estate plan and how to avoid unintended disasters. Seen has made every attempt to write this in plain English. To receive this valuable guide, How to Unlock the Ultimate Estate Plan, call 1-877-654-9798 and request your complimentary copy today or by emailing your request to info at emcadvisors.net.